Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, 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 and welcome to The New Normal. It's me, Deborah Francis-White from The Guilty Feminist. And here I am in sunny Camden. There we are, making The New Normal. And today, our very special guest is Sarah Woolerton. Uh, and Sarah, normally this we have comedians as guests, but Sarah is doing something very special uh, for the quarantine and for COVID-19. So we thought we'd have her on so she could tell us all about it. So uh, let me see if Sarah is there. Waiting for Sarah in five, a four, three. There she is. Hello, Wellington. Thank you so much for joining us. That's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Can you explain to the gang, to the new normal gang, who you are and what it is that you're doing? Right. So um, I am a design and technology teacher. Uh, I work in Norfolk. I've been teaching uh, since 2005. Um, I have the COVID-19 crisis came along and me and a group of other design and technology teachers decided, well, could we come up with something to help in some way? We've got all these wonderful facilities in front of us. Could we come up with a way of providing some PPE. We could tell very early on that there was going to be a shortage of PPE. Um, and so we decided, right, let's go for it. Let's start making some visors. And initially I started off with um, my students. I did a little um, project with my students and we just produced it. It was actually started by a friend of mine, a GP. She will kill me for mentioning her, but a friend of mine, GP, Laura, she asked me, could you make some visors for me? And I said, well, I'll give it a go. Um, I had a quick look on Facebook. There was other DT teachers out there making them. And I thought, right, I'll give it a go. And I made a very basic version to start off with. And it worked well. And the students helped me make it. And we did 76 in like two or three hours. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so it was quite amazing, really. And it was through really basic materials, nothing special, really. I was just using a bandsaw, a drill. Um, you could have made it in your garage, if really. Um, and so we made those to start off with, which was really good. Um, but then demand suddenly stepped up and all, all of a sudden I had other GPs in contact asking me for more. So together with more DT teachers, I said, could you think we could together work and create more visors 
so and sure sure enough we did and we've we kind of perfected and made the design um we've iterated the design big word at the moment in, in design and technology and we've changed the design so it's something that could be reused because a lot of the problem with ppe is that it just gets binned on one use and single use is not great um so one of the things that i was really kind of wanted to uh, make sure that my visors or our visors were going to be was reusable so um i searched for a design i actually got a design from america in the end um copied this design which they had on an open source and um got the design and um now i've made well with my team or, or my team our team um there's about four or five of us that are doing it together all of dt teachers we've made 1000 and well we're coming up to 1500 we've made wow and are you yeah. do you normally teach like six form or um, I, in my school it's just up to gcse so up to 16 uh, i have taught six form in the past but yeah were so you making your students um at home do this as well not making no no um yes, because we yeah well it is a thought but actually it's interesting you say that i had an ex-student contact me uh yeah just yesterday he's now studying aeronautical engineering he saw what i was doing he was back home from university um and he emailed me and said actually could i make some on my 3d printer so he's gonna wow. knock as well which is amazing wow uh, but the, th the thing that's really amazing about it is the whole design and technology community has completely gone out there and decided they're going to all get behind this and make PPE. So um, I then took it upon myself whilst making these visors to then start to collate all the information. And um, in collating the information, I then set up a spreadsheet, good old spreadsheets, um, which has all the information on it, which then everyone can share their information and put on the numbers. So wow. start, started off, I think we started off at about 110,000. I've looked at it today and I only started about a week and a half ago. We're up to 288,000 pieces of PPE that DT teachers have either made or donated. That's, a lot of it's been made. That's outrageous. That's amazing. So, mm -hmm. so these are all DT teachers, design technology teachers all over the UK. And yeah. they are making it to your designs? Um, no, no, no. Actually, there there have been um, numerous designs. That not, not everyone's gone for one design. Some people have gone for a really quick, easy design. Other people have gone for a little bit like us, where, you know, they were a bit more substantial. But as I say, we're all sharing our designs every day. People are putting out new designs and changing them. Um, and that's what's absolutely fantastic about my subject and why I love it so much is that it's, you know, everyone sharing, everyone kind of looking out for each other and, but also the problem solving that's going on. This is a massive, massive problem and it's not going to go away. Um, and design technology is a wonderful thing because it's, in, it's innovation and you, you can spring mm. into action. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, be, and be part of a community response to a very real problem for absolutely everybody, but especially for those who are suffering without the right PPE. Um, uh, that is absolutely incredible. Um, and if there are any design technology teachers watching this or people sharing this with design and technology teachers, where do they go? Um, well, I mean, 
all design technology teachers, a lot of us are on Facebook. We, we're on big followers of uh, Facebook. I think we've got two Facebook pages that we tend to sort of um, home in on. And um, there's one that's got sort of 10,000 teachers on there, design technology teachers. And there's another one that's got about 8,000, something like that. That's a really good place to start. That's kind of our, I suppose, our community hub. We're all on Twitter. Well, quite a lot of us on Twitter. But I suppose Facebook has been our main kind of port of call to, to right. go to and is there anything we can do to support you because we usually do a feminist action is there any way we can donate materials or donate money or uh, um, get the word out amplify retweet what, what would you like us to do i guess a couple of things uh from from a sort of personal point of view i have got a gofundme page i've put that on my instagram uh, today so there is that there's gofundme page but to be honest i have got enough money to to produce what we've got any surplus is going to go to the nhs um, we may give some money to Amnesty International as well because they're doing a lot towards supporting PPE. Um, but the other thing as well is, especially if um, anybody who's a parent, is to um, try and take an interest in design and technology in your school. Try and don't think of it as a subject that's, you know, uh, it's kind of kind of over the last 20 years, it's become a bit of a second rate subject. Mm. And it's really suffered in its numbers. We've lost, uh, we've dropped about 45%, um, 40, about 40% in GCSE since the, since the early 2000s. And unfortunately, people don't see it as a, a good subject, a, a valid subject, but this crisis has taught. It's demonstrated that, that it really, really is. Yeah, so, you need problem solvers. So if you're, if you're homeschooling at the moment, draw your children's attention towards design and technology because they may well be the innovators of the future. Uh, yeah. Right now, if you could make um, some stories, Instagram stories, with yeah. and you at The Guilty Feminist, we can share them so people can find your GoFundMe. And also, ideally, um, any screenshot of the Facebook groups you're on so that anyone, so there's somebody oh, yeah. saying, I'm a fashion designer, I have a fashion design degree and I'd love to get involved. So that just so that other people can find what you're doing, the designs you're making, uh, if they want to get started and they've got some experience but don't aren't connected into this community in quite the same way as you are, that would be yeah. really helpful. Um, and anything else you want to plug, like Amnesty International? Can I ask you, um, what's your routine like in, in lockdown? Because a lot of the comedians I've been talking to have been like, well... If I'm lucky if I get out of my pajamas, but I try and do that every day, or I, you know, don't have a dance break in the kitchen at 10 a.m. Um, is there anything that you're doing to make this day work? Well, golly, I, w I wish I could hang out in my pajamas a lot longer. My goodness, I, I certainly can't do that. Well, I've got two young children, so I've right. pretty much got three jobs at the moment because I'm teaching my five-year-old, my seven-year-old. That's two jobs. Mm. <laughs> and I'm also teaching my students as well online so oh my god and you're making all of this ppe and i'm making all this ppe so actually i've probably got four jobs right now that is <laughs> outrageous when are you doing the ppe you're doing it at night when the children are in bed uh no i'm uh, actually my um my husband is he he's sort of a key worker as well he um works in commodities and food trading so he trades a lot of wheat so flour is in massive demand so he's doing a lot of that as well but he does um, step into the breach and actually help me. Um, and I'd say, yeah, I'm a feminist, but actually I've been palming my children off to my husband quite a lot. Excellent. Thank you. That's one of my questions. 
Um, and can I ask, are you surprised by anything about this process, the way people have responded or the way that you've risen to that challenge? Is there anything you're surprised by about this whole thing or any other part of lockdown? Um, I'm definitely, well, I think part of what I was saying before, I'm really surprised about um, the DT community and how they've stepped up to this huge challenge that they have. But any volunteers really, and, and or, you know, anybody who's sort of volunteered their services or in some way helped this whole crisis has been just phenomenal really and I think as a nation we should be really proud of ourselves for getting behind people and 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 trying to support everyone that they can in this whole crisis so yeah I suppose that that is I, definitely I unity spirit has been great and I, I kind yeah. of wish our government didn't leave it to mm. um, citizens but also it is an exceptional crisis and, and so anything we can do as individuals to bring us together and it might it might then take us forward into better, uh, more compassionate living and thinking in the future. Is there any hope for humanity that's, that you've got from this that's new where you've thought, oh, I've seen a glimpse that we might be able to do better in the future? Yeah, definitely. I mean, part of what I think is probably maybe bringing us down and maybe not being so global and, and maybe thinking more on a local level than necessarily thinking about the whole world. Do we really need to be as global as we are? Should we be thinking more about locality and our next door neighbours as opposed to, you know, the fact that we all go out and clap and we're all like bashing our pans and we're all looking at our neighbours. You know, it's really lovely, all of that. And um, I'm kind of hopeful that, we do kind of rein back all our mass consumption and uh and again that's sort of i suppose going back to sort of design and technology you know yeah, what, what can be made locally what can we made locally how can we, yeah how can, how can manufacturing we back to the uk why are we so reliant on china why are we so reliant on the on on everybody else for our products where we could be making it right here if we only trained up more designers which would be better for the environment as well and, and long-term sustainability. Um, are there any habits that you have developed in lockdown that you think, oh, we might, I might, or we might take this forward? Ooh, that's interesting. Well, start growing my own veg. Um, so I'm hoping that that habit will kind of continue. Um, More locals and sustainable. Um, and do you have any, um, any other things you want us to know about? So it could be, uh, books or anything you want us to, to direct us to for design and technology um anything tv shows anything like that you want mm -hmm. to talk about other charities or projects anything else you want to tell us about um well i definitely hugely recommend at the moment if you are bored of something to watch is zoe zoe laughlin i think her name is she's on um bbc iplayer she is from the institute of making she's one of my absolute heroines she is amazing have you heard of her no, but could you make a story about her as well? So that, yeah, yeah. So that after this, we'll share it. If you at the Guilty Feminist in all of these, we'll share it. Yeah, so she's on BBC iPlayer at the moment. She's produced a series of called How to Make. So she will look at a product and she kind of really takes it apart and looks at it and scrutinises everything that the product is made out of bit by bit and then analyses all the materials involved in it and scientifically looks at the product and then makes her own products. So she's Wonderful. done a trainer, and now she's, she's doing toothbrushes and all sorts. So I definitely recommend her. She's really cool. That sounds amazing. What's her name again? Zoe Laughlin. It's Laughlin. Zoe Laughlin. And, and, yeah. and her show is called? Uh, How to Make. It's on uh, make. 
iPlayer. You can look it up. If you just put make in iPlayer, um, right. it will come up. And would you be able to show us any of your equipment that you, uh, that you make? Uh, Do you have uh, visors to hand? Anything that you can show us? I haven't got a visor. Um, annoyingly, I have got pictures because today we were making um, ones for the children's um, ward at, at Norwich Hospital. I haven't actually got any visors on me. Um, I've got these funny ear reliever things that then go on the back of your he head. Which uh, Anything you, know, you could show us at all would be awesome. Have you got anything to show us? I'd have to go and get it. <laughs> That's okay. I can busk. I'm a professional. You busk. You okay. I'll, I'll busk. Um, now, I, I have to tell you that next week uh, we have uh, the incredible Ribs Walsh, who you will know from The Guilty Feminist, the amazing Sarah Barron. It's one of the funniest comedians ever. Um, and uh, who else have I just said will do it? Uh, Tom, who else did we just say? Sorry. Oh, Thinica Blenu is a phenomenal comedian as well. You'll know all of them from The Guilty Feminist. They're all brilliant. Um, and Rubes Walsh is going to tell us about, um, is it skin addiction? It's something like that. Skin, it's like how, she's a neuroscientist and it's about like how our skin needs, um, she's a brilliant, entertaining and very funny, funny communicator as well. But she's a neuroscientist and she's going to tell us about how skin craves other skin. Um, I thought she was going to do Monday, but I just saw a message from her saying, could she switch the day? So we'll post it. Um, also, we have T-shirts based on slogans of something uh, that, um, that Sarah, uh, based on something that our guests have said every day. And you can find those T-shirts at guiltyfeminist.com. If you go to merch and you'll see our stay-at-home T-shirts. And, uh, and Hannah will find something that Sarah said today and make it into a T-shirt. If anyone's got any suggestions, that would be great. Um, uh, out of curiosity, who's the guest for the next podcast episode? It's Phoebe on a Bridge, and we're actually doing a new normal podcast on Monday. Uh, so it's a combination of the good films, the new normal Monday, and it's just me and Phoebe Waller Bridge, and it's coming out at noon. Um, so, Sarah, what have you got to show us? Well, actually, it's not something that I actually made, but I could have made this. Um, this is a 3D printed um, visor, like I said, or I should have brought one of mine home from the children's thing. This is a 3D printed version one. Wow, um, that's amazing. These are kind of the first ones that came out, and um, they proved really the successful. Printer. That's, that's from the printer. 3D. That's a three D printed one. Wow, so, they're so clever, aren't they? Yeah, really clever. Um, and I've just had to put a bit of elastic on there, and it goes on your head like so. Yay! <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, well, Sarah, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want us to know, or want to tell us about before we before we go? I guess um, also just encouraging people to make, I mean, for me, um, one of my kind of relaxation things is making. And I, I think it's therapy for people making. And I think it needs to be done more. You know, it's a bit like, you know, that when you see those relaxation drawing things that um, colouring in, I think making should be the new relaxation. Oh, that's your T-shirt. Making is yes. the new relaxation. Yes. That's your T-shirt right there. Uh, Hannah will make that and uh, it'll be on demand, so there's no waste. But any of the proceeds from that T-shirt will come straight to you and your amazing project, Sarah. Thank you so much. Uh, every day we're here, Monday to Friday, 6 p.m., uh, the new normal. We've got some great guests coming up. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. And thank you, Sarah Wollaston, for everything you're doing and sharing all of that with us. Make sure you encourage your children to design and technology and, uh, and, we, and find these stories, share these stories, uh, screenshot them and share them. 
uh, and spread the word. Thank you so much, Sarah Willerton. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Bye. 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 Bye.